Welcome to Planet Classroom. I am Orb. Join me as your virtual guide on a journey of global learning called Planet Classroom. You will hear stories from artists, musicians, dancers, technologists, game makers, filmmakers, innovators, and creators of all kinds from around the world. It's time to engage our imaginations, share our ideas, and explore solutions for a brighter future for all. Our planet is a classroom where learning together brings us together. I wish for once we didn't have to politicize grief. I wish for once we did not applaud at the strength born out of sorrow, but instead made it so that mothers never have to watch their children die. I wish Tamir Rice had grown up. That was Manasi Gur reading an excerpt from her poem for Tamir Rice, beginning this month on the Planet Classroom Network YouTube channel. Audiences will be able to listen to poetry readings by Manasi Gerg, Maddie Dietz, Isabella Ramirez, Ethan Wong, and Anthony John Wiles Jr. Representing five geographical regions of the U.S., these are the five high school students chosen from thousands of award-winning poets to serve one year as the 2020 Class of National Student Poets. It is the United States' highest honor for youth poets presenting original work. Today on Planet Classroom, we are talking to the 2020 National Student Poets About Poetry, Race, and Well-Being. Manasi Gerg, you are on Planet Classroom. The abstract concept behind the piece might have been me critiquing police brutality and um, systemic racism, but but the the content of the piece is really just talking about Tamir himself. And like I think in the media, um, a lot of people of color and especially Black people are so dehumanized and people are so desensitized to violence against Black lives. And so to me, it was really important to make sure that I, like, there was, like, just when you read the poem, you get the full sense for just, like, you know, Tamir, he was just another boy, just like the rest of us. He was a person with an incredible life and interests and a family who loved him. Art is all about expressing, not all about, but a lot of times art is about exploring the idea like who am I and being in quarantine being isolated a lot of that has that energy has been channeled into the arts and into picking up art skills which is really amazing and it shows I think it just shows me that like humans are naturally inclined towards the arts and we are naturally inclined to always want to express ourselves and have the freedom to express ourselves which is uh, really amazing. Again, I think it ties back into my belief that if we can just see the human in each other, if we can see how, yeah, if we can just humanize each other, then maybe things wouldn't be so, 
I guess, aggressive and it would just pave the way to more empathetic people collaborating with each other. I don't think I've ever really met a historian or felt the pain of a wound simmering into the air. These studies are layered in the light misery, as is the human condition's writhing core. That was Ethan Wong, reading an excerpt from his poem, Cloth Ballad, Leather Trails. Today on Planet Classroom, we are talking to the five national student poets about poetry, race, and well-being. Ethan Wong, you are on Planet Classroom. Uh, I was inspired to write this poem mostly through the experiences I had in the pandemic. Obviously, there was a lot of like stress and a lot of emotions that built up over this time period. Uh, I hope the poem can continue to further along this kind of ongoing reflection that's already kind of happening uh, about the pandemic, what's going to happen in the future, and what it's like for people now. And I think that uh, the thing about writing I do like a lot is that even just re reading, like writing that relates to your current situation or what's happening to you now can make you feel better just knowing that other people are, are experiencing something like that. And I hope that my poem does basically the same or something similar for other people. I think one of the big things about addressing racial inequalities right now is just being educated about it. Because a lot of people who aren't educated end up being the kind of people who will discriminate or commit unjust things upon other people because they're either ignorant or they feel justified without being educated about what's really going on. And I think that a big thing is a lot of people in my community now are just making more effort to be educated. Like there'll be ed accounts and stuff on social media which specifically go out of their way to make sure that people know about certain things. They'll do the research, they'll cite the sources, and I'll make sure that people know. And I think that in general, like in my community and around the people that I'm with, this factor has just gotten a lot better because I know that like a lot of the people I hang out with, a lot of people I talk to have this inherent understanding of why like things are the way they are and why certain like aspects of systemic racism are true and how they exist and how they affect people. And I think that that's really powerful and I think that that's one of the main things that's getting better right now. On this foreign soil I was taught was dangerous and oppressive, I saw for myself a life where I could exist safely, where the color of my skin would not jeopardize my right to breathe. Besides, there's prejudice and ignorance everywhere, right? That was an excerpt from the poem American Dreaming, Finding Freedom in Vietnam, read by the poet Anthony Wiles. Today on Planet Classroom, we are talking to the 2020 class of National Student Poets about poetry, race, and well-being. Good afternoon, my name is Anthony Wiles and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I'm on Planet Classroom. As I watch the political and racial divisions in my own nation and in my own community continue to grow, 
I personally tried to look to other nations where I could see a future for myself and I could see one where I would be free and the color of my skin would not be a barrier to my right to breathe as I write in that poem. And to me, this poem is a plea to help and a plea for freedom and it's a cry to be seen and to be treated as a human being and to have your life respected. So I hope this poem will inspire folks to continue the fight for racial equality and to also learn from the perspective of Black people in this country. I always like when someone says, you know what, that made me see poetry in a new light. And I'm like, yes, that's what it's all about. Like, go ahead and write poetry and share your poetry because you never know who you're going to impact. Technology has given us so many mediums in which we can explore and in which we can create. We can create different modes of art, um, which especially to me, I think is so helpful as somebody who wants to use their art for change that really allows us to diversify our own um, reach and our own creativity. During this pandemic especially, I believe that sharing the arts has given us something to look forward to um, and something to look at with pride and to have the arts as a way to strengthen our own attachment and love for our communities. Your coworkers and my friends and our relatives are all making exclamations out into the online air. At least video calls mean I can start drinking before noon. At least we've got our red and white. We both know you would have crowed with them if this had been barely four months ago. That was an excerpt from the poem, Abridged Drinker's Dictionary, read by the poet Maddie Dietz. Today on Planet Classroom, we are talking to the 2020 Class of National Student Poets about poetry, race, and well-being. Poems by the National Student Poets are featured on the Planet Classroom YouTube channel. My name is Madeline Dietz. I am from St. Paul, Minnesota, and I am on Planet Classroom. This poem, Abridged Drinker's Dictionary, was written to confront the normalization of alcohol abuse, especially during quarantine. I wrote it because when faced with experiences I don't know how to talk about, I write instead. I come from a long, long line of alcoholics, and I wanted to show how pervasive that culture is, how easy it is to ignore said culture, and how love can exist despite addiction. I hope that Abridged Drinker's Dictionary encourages people to interrogate their own family's history with addiction, no matter what that addiction may be. And I hope it allows people to understand that love and grief and even anger are not mutually exclusive emotions. I think we as a society must embrace care above all and demolish our expectation of productivity. Resting is okay. Being overwhelmed is okay. Feeling a pervasive sense of grief or dissatisfaction is okay. Creating art during the pandemic is a dizzying mix of getting to collaborate with people halfway across the globe, all while being deeply fatigued and emotionally raw. Tech connects us, but we're all very tired and therefore maybe needing that connection even more. 
and arts provides that means of connection. After the death of a family friend, I wrote and performed a poem-slash-lyric essay about his life and his absence, which was quickly shared around my immediate community of friends and neighbors. I saw how my work allowed others space to grieve, just as creating it allowed me to grieve. I needed to learn that it is okay to just feel. I'm still learning that, but it's a process. <laughs> a long one, but a good one. I'm only reminded of the mountains vaguely and in passing. In newspaper headlines of Ecuador as a south epicenter and from pictures of unclaimed bodies stacked in mass graves and mounds. I can't tell if the photos are from Guayaquil or New York's Heart Island anymore. Peaks and troughs don't mean what they used to, not since I've stared at death charts so long that I forget that they're people. That was an excerpt from a poem called The Andes Speak of Death and 2020, told in two hemispheres. Read by the poet Isabella Ramirez. Poetry readings by the National Student Poets are featured on the Planet Classroom YouTube channel. Isabella Ramirez, you are on Planet Classroom. My poetry is largely inspired by my personal experiences and how they're shaped by my identities. Specifically, my poem, The Andy Speak of Death in 2020, told in two hemispheres, is an exploration of the grief I faced during the pandemic. It takes the two worlds I exist at the intersection of my heritage in Ecuador and my life in America and parallels the two to create a timeline of my stories around death, a reflection of what's unfortunately been at the forefront of many people's minds in the present. With my poetry, I always hope to challenge others to explore new perspectives, especially those of youth. I hope that my poem will inspire people to think about the impact the pandemic has had on our youth, not only in the obvious ways, physically and financially, but socially and emotionally as well. During the pandemic, especially because my school is so arts focused, my community has explored ways to create creative spaces for students within the virtual environment. Technology has significantly changed the way we express ourselves creatively. We are able to connect with so many more people virtually and introduce them to the power of the arts. During this time, in my personal experience, the area where youth have suffered the greatest during the COVID-19 pandemic has been their mental health. It can be difficult to pinpoint exactly what can be done because of how different and complex each individual circumstances can be. I think old or young, many can resonate with the feelings I express in my poem, and I hope to further people's empathy and compassion for others. Thank you to all the National Student Poets featured today. Manasi Gerg, Maddie Dietz, Isabella Ramirez, Ethan Wong, and Anthony John Wiles Jr. Don't miss readings by these extraordinary young artists on the Planet Classroom YouTube channel. That's all, my human friends, for this week. I leave you with a reminder to explore your world, express yourself, discover, create, and use your imagination. Until next time, be kind, be curious, and thank you for listening. Goodbye.